There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technology. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 17 17 700. The sunshine is out and the weekend is here and Go Radio. Thanks for making the switch. We're on every night from five. And the ratings, Barry, the downloads are going up and up and up. And what a weekend we've got because the focus is right back on the title. Rangers could narrow the points to three for 24 hours at least if they win at Motherwell tomorrow. And Celtic could take a step closer to the title if they beat Ross County on Sunday. And what about the other title? The championship. Kilmarnock against our broth tonight fighting it out at Rugby Park and the big fight in London 94,000 people tomorrow Tyson Fury against Dillian White that and some brilliant games in the Premiership here as well as well as Motherwell Rangers we've got Aberdeen Livy Dundee against St Johnson at the bottom and on Sunday as well as Ross County Celtic St Mirren against Hibs and Dundee United against Hearts it's going to be some weekend Mark Guidi is with us Barry Ferguson too what are you thinking give us a call 08 08 17 17 700 Barry, it's going to be some weekend. Where will we start? What about uh, Rangers? The the bad news for Rangers is on Kmart Roof and also Aaron Ramsey, and they're both injured and out for at least three games. Yeah, that's certainly a, a body blow in terms of Kmart Roof. Um, played the last three or four games, and he was starting to get up to match fitness. You, you've seen that. His performances were um, top level. And he was scoring goals as well, so that's a that's a sore one for for Gio to take. But again, it's a another opportunity for one of the guys. I would reckon Fashion Sakala will be the one to go and replace him. So it's up to Fashion Sakala to come in and show he's got enough to to play up top for Rangers. We'll hear from GVB in a moment or two with the update. And Mark for Celtic, yeah, Juranovic is the concern. He's out. We don't know for how long, do we? Uh, it's looking as if it could be a lengthy one um, Paul obviously get, get taken off uh, against Rangers um, last weekend in the Scottish Cup semi-final but Celtic have have good options in, in that area you know there's a, a natural replacement there and Anthony Ralston so um, I don't think that uh, Ange Postecoglou as much as it's a blow for him and particularly for the player because he is an asset he is a number one uh, right back there's a very able um, replacement and it's you know it's all about a team performance on Sunday afternoon I guess Ross County it doesn't matter what Rangers do in terms of Celtic it's about what they do and it's just about ticking one game off at a time when the first hurdle comes on Sunday afternoon in Dingwall We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu shortly it's something that's just broken from Rangers Barry we just heard about this uh, a short time ago Rangers have just confirmed that your legendary uh, goalkeeper Andy Gorham is undergoing treatment for cancer in a local hospital club officials are in regular contact with Andy and his family. So that has just uh, come out at, at just after five o'clock. Oh, we talk about him so often. Uh, you know him so well. What a keeper. And what kind of man is Andy Gorham? Yeah, well, grown up a, a Rangers supporter. He was um, 
certainly one of my heroes a fantastic goalkeeper I've been in his company a number of times um, the last time I was with him was just after Walter Smith passed um, we went out and had a, a couple of blear, uh, beers sorry a groupies um, and he was in good form so that's sad news but listen he's a He's a fighter, and I'm I'm sure everybody will will um, echo what I'm what I've said there, and I'm sure Rangers, I'll do everything they can to try and help him out. Mark, we saw him so many times in action. Yeah. Uh, he was a phenomenal goalkeeper, one of the yeah. one of the greats. Uh, it, it, it was brilliant. You know, uh, the, the first thing that comes to to mind is probably um, well countless saves, but particularly um, one from Pierre Van Hooy. Don't get Ibrox to his left hand side. It was a hell of a save. Um, and I think Tommy Burns, you know, Andy Gorham broke yeah. Tommy's heart time after time after time after time. Um, and not only that, he, he, obviously he's he's spell at Rangers with a, an integral part of the nine in a row um, era more than twenty years ago. But remember, he was absolutely brilliant when he came back and played for Motherwell. I think Billy Davies' team um, when John Boyle was owner and they got that team, and he was absolutely outstanding um, for about a year um, playing yeah. for Motherwell, uh, and, he, and he'd have been about thirty-five um, at that point. And don't forget he had a spell at Man United as well. Just you know, Sir Alex took him down to, to Man United. Um, too. So, yeah, listen, obviously, our thoughts uh, with Andy and as Barry mm-hmm. said, the most important thing, he's a fighter and he'll be getting the best of care. He will indeed, in hospital, receiving his undergoing treatment uh, for cancer that Rangers have just uh, announced. They've released that news a few moments ago. So many. I was thinking that as well, Barry. I was thinking, he was at Man United. It's things that yeah. you forget. But uh, he, he was a, a, a top goalkeeper. I mean, I was only a young kid when when I first went in, and I always mm. remember. I don't know if you remember. He used to wear these big knee, yeah, um, yeah. knee pads, and I would always look. I don't know how he could <laughs> yeah. move in them. He, he wore them in both his his knees because his knees obviously were were shot to pieces. Yeah, he had he had problems. Um, but I remember picking him up because we obviously had to take everything up to the laundry. Yeah. These things were like, they're like cricket pads. I couldn't believe how he, how he could move um, in goals, but what a goalkeeper! What a goalkeeper he was um, for Rangers, and I played against him when he went to Muddle. Mark was just mentioning oh, course, there; he, yeah. he came to Ibrox a few times and and played against us, and um, he, he was still a top keeper. And then he got his move to to Man U. He always says when he went into Man U, it was him and Roy Keane. They just didn't speak to each other. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, uh, they didn't see eye to eye. I wonder why. Um, but look, it's it's never yeah. nice hearing no. things like that. And listen, he's in hospital, and I'm sure he'll be getting the best of care. And I'm yes. sure all the Rangers fans and listen, the football world. Of course, I'll be hoping yep. that he, he he recovers for this. And you mentioned uh, the cricket. He loved his cricket as well. Did he know? He played for Scotland. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Right. Amazing. OK, that came in just a, a few moments ago. Back to, let's hear from the managers then, and uh, let's start with Ange Postacoglu. The news about uh, Josip Juranovic, what's the latest? Injury-wise, Josip uh, Juranovic uh, is probably the most significant, so he'll miss uh, the weekend. The others who went off with combination sort of cramp and some knocks uh, all should be fine for, for Sunday. And what about last weekend? Not to look back, but... Is he feeling the title pressure now with just five games to go? We've never sort of approached the season in that manner. If we did, like I said, after round six, we probably, you know, that's when the pressure was on because we knew we had to be uh, fairly perfect from then on to, to make sure we're in a position to, to challenge for the league. And uh, that's where we are now. We're in that position and we've got five games to go. And, um, you know, we're in a we're in a strong position in terms of uh, the table but also a strong position in terms of our performances and that's all we need to focus on I don't think anything else really becomes important um, 
you know, from the players' perspective, what they feel and, you know, the way they behave, um, I haven't seen any sort of significant changes. Obviously, they were disappointed after last week. Um, but as I said, irrespective of last week, it wouldn't change our challenge this week. Different competition and different sort of objectives. Barry, what do you make of his comments before I ask you about your column in the record this morning? Well, they're going to come out fighting. Um, I mean, what, what, what I say is my column. I'll be interested to see how they react. Personally, I think Celtic will go up to Dingwall and win, but remember, Celtic have been an, an unbelievable run since September, the defeat to Livingston. Um, seven months unbeaten. And they're, they're that used to winning. Obviously, with the defeat last week, it'll be interesting to see how they react. That's That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. And I'm sure they'll react in the, the right manner. You listen to Postacoglu. Um, he, he demands from the players. Look, Celtic have got quality players and a top team always react in the right manner. And I think Celtic will go up there and get the win against Ross County. But it'll be interesting to see because they've not been in this position for a number of months. Um, so that before everybody starts jumping on the bandwagon, that's what I was trying to say. But personally, I do think Rangers, uh, sorry, Celtic will win the game up there. That was your second paragraph, Celtic. Yep. You said they're still red hot favourites, but mm-hmm. it makes a good headline yeah. to say <laughs> get that Rangers, reading. the pressure get could get to them. Uh, Mark, yeah. what are you thinking about Celtic and what about Ange Postacoglu has been saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's just focusing on, on, on Sunday, uh, Paul, which which is a natural thing to do. It's all he can do uh, for another three weeks. After the disappointment of Hamden uh, last weekend, but I said on here on Monday night, I have absolutely no doubt that Celtic will win the title. I think they'll win every game uh, between now and May the 14th, which is their last game at home to, to Motherwell, I think it is. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't have any doubts about Celtic at all. Rangers deserve to win last Sunday for me, there is no doubt about that. Um, but in terms of the title, Celtic will be the, the champions now in a couple of weeks' time. 0808 17 17 700 Rangers fans what do you think Celtic fans what do you feel about your team what's the news on Jikamakis uh, who, was, who was definitely missed last weekend wasn't he Mark big time yeah it, it gives him another option um, Paul and uh, you know that this is a, a problem that Rangers are going to face um, you know in a couple of games I think they'll be fine uh, tomorrow obviously Thursday night away to Leipzig you're looking for an outball because you're going to be under pressure and you, you want it to go up, up the pitch and you want it to stick to get, to get your shape back to get a breath um, Kima Roof could do that um, obviously um, uh, Alfredo Morelos could do that but both unavailable Sakala's not that kind of player I don't know if Eaton comes in for a men's Tommy that really even makes the bench these days but it might be something that, that Giovanni and the coaching staff are going to have to go and work with him because one thing about Eaton he knows German football yep. as he played mm-hmm. in he was in loan there earlier in the season one. and also he's got a presence mm. now what we don't know is does he have the desire and the appetite to go and play for Rangers and, and, and to go and do it so Giovanni and the staff will assess that but he might just be able to throw his win if not they'll need to look at how they play because it would need to be different with uh, with Sakala or I don't know Barry Mimro, is there an option of looking at Kent through the middle would Kent be a better option if, rather than Sakala in terms of Thursday night in, in Germany yeah in terms of Germany I think he'll look first to third part and yeah. I think Sakala will will get the, the, the nod in, in terms of Eton he, He's not played enough football. He's he can back off loan. That I think he was involved yeah. in a couple of games, and then he, he's been out the picture. Yeah. So I, I think you can you can rule him out. Um, been in Gio's thoughts to be in the starting eleven. Ryan Kent. I thought about it today when I heard the news about Kemar Roof. Scott Wright's obviously 
Aye. Come in the last couple yeah. of games. And you liked him? Yep. yep. Scott Wright can fill into Ryan Kent mm-hmm. position. Ryan Kent can go, th- go through the middle. So he, he still has a couple of options, but it's a blow having Kmar Roof out. Um, the, the two main strikers, obviously, Morelos out for the season, Kmar Roof. That's the only issue with Kmar Roof. He and it's a recurring in. issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and uh, it must be a worry, not just for the Rangers manager, yeah. but the Rangers the fans as well, and, and the player, because mm-hmm. uh, he comes in. He looked a bit rusty to start with, but you could see he was getting stronger and better and better. Now the goal started to come, now he's going to be missing uh, for three or four games, which is disappointing. But again, it's an opportunity. That's why you've got a big squad, Sakala or somebody else, like Mark's just mentioned there, or Ryan Kent, mm-hmm. has got to come in and, and fill that void. Right, let's hear from GVB speaking to the media. First of all, about the two who are missing. Of course, after the, 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 the semi-final against uh, Celtic, where Aaron had come off, unfortunately, with, uh, with a hamstring problem. We have assessed him uh, this week. Hopefully, we will have him back around the Leipzig home game. We had also had a, a problem with Kamar Roof after the game. So the next day, he felt uh, his knee for him it's the same he will be out for some weeks and hopefully also back for uh, for me to pick uh, around the Leipzig home game so what are the striking options yeah, it is I mean it's uh, of course with um, uh, Morelos already out now Kamar out for, for a couple of weeks so um, yeah we have less uh, options up front but uh, as always we just uh, have to uh, go on and uh, make sure uh, we uh, we embrace the challenge. Um, the atmosphere in the group is uh, is good, and uh, we just have to, uh, you know, make sure we we pick the best uh, team uh, for every game. But yeah, we are very positive. Although we have again some injuries uh, added to the list, I think all the players who are available are uh, are capable and and uh, know the task which is uh, ahead of us. Barry, it's a big blow, isn't it? There's no Morellas. We've known that for a month, and now it's a massive no blow. Roof. Yeah. A massive yeah. blow I don't care what anybody says um, It was a massive blow Losing the, their main man mm. Morelos Then I, I wasn't too concerned We came out with coming in Because he's a player I rate highly My only concern was He hadn't played enough football But he was starting to get games You've seen him getting better and better Starting to score goals Lead the line really well And now he's going to be out uh, For a number of weeks That, that Gio um, says there Now a number of weeks It doesn't look to me yeah. It could be he could be struggling for a Leipzig home game. Yeah. Um, so it is a worry, it's a concern. Um, but as I said, it's an opportunity for somebody. It's, for me, it's the only one, the only option really is Sakala. But Ryan Kent, I think, can play that, that role through the middle. You're also losing, when you're defending as well, Barry, you're losing height in your own box. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. you know yeah. if it's Morelos back there or, or you know, yeah. Roof back there, so you're losing because even if it is Sakala, there's no height there, you know. Mm-hmm. When, when you're defending set pieces, that's what likes a Lundstrom. When you look at them, Lundstrom, Naribo, um, you're only ones with, with height uh, out with your back four. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a that's a problem as well, and, and defensive uh, duties. But um, your only hope for Rangers is that, that a they stay in the tie, mm-hmm. they get the tie back to Ibrox, and you've got something to go out and compete for. And if you need to patch up roof that night, considering it's 14 days from now, you need to patch them up. You know, if the second leg's alive, even if you think we're going to have them on the bench and we can throw on the second half whatever but what he's then got to assess is is it worth the risk and I'm not writing off the league I don't mean it that way but you want them for the Scottish Cup final you don't want to be getting in the game against Hearts at Hamden when it's 90 minutes for, for, for Silver which is so important you, you want Kimar Ruti to be available for Hamden because of the three Barry I mean, look 
it is game at a time, but you would think the Scottish Cup is the one that Rangers would hope. It's not in the bag, right? But that's the one you think that's our best chance to win it, followed by what? I don't know. Would you think it's Europa the title League. or the Europa League? I think Europa yeah. League, yeah. Well, yeah. now, now he, with Ruth been out, he's got to look further in front of him. Yeah. What, what's ahead mm-hmm. and what opportunities? And it's obviously, it, it sounds to me he's going to struggle for the second leg against mm-hmm. Leipzig. But bang, what comes to me is the Scottish Cup. It's massive for Rangers yeah. to try and, and win a, a, a cup. Listen, the, the league, as I said, it's, it's going to be tough to do. But that's something that he'll, he'll need to sit down and, and really think and make sure that Kemal Roof comes back and he's ready to go. Because what you don't want is bring them back too quickly, starting the game, and he breaks down straight away. Is it worth that, though? That's the thing, Mark. You're kind of indicating with only yeah, five the, games I, to go, I, plus the cup. I, I, I think what Mark's just says, yeah. it likes a game, patch him up, do whatever you need to do, yeah. get him out there. As long as you speak to the physios and the doctor, is there going to be any long-term problems he might have a slight setback. It's a gamble you might need to take. It's been quite a good season injury-wise, hasn't it, for Rangers? They have done quite well. And Celtic as well. Obviously, they lost Kyogo, but they found Gikamakis. Yeah. Um, Julian, of course, hasn't featured at all. Well, we're in the final straight five games yeah. to go. It's hard to believe, isn't it? It is, Paul, yeah. It's a quick I mean, you season. Think, you're, yeah. you're, next week, we're into, we're into May, we're into the holiday weekend, uh, another uh, old firm game uh, May as day, well. May be, will be upon us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but aye, yeah. and, and so much to decide, you know, yeah. and, it's, and it starts tonight at, yeah. down at Rugby Park, but then you've got you've cracking games, yeah. top yeah. six and bottom six this weekend. We're going weekend. to talk about them during it's, the next... It's exciting. Uh, yeah, brilliant, I, isn't it? I, I yeah. think this weekend, been starting the night, well, I, can, I cannot wait to watch that game tonight. I think that'll be an absolute cracker. We'll talk about that soon. Dick right. Campbell was on here last night with Rob. <laughs> I was brilliant. No, he Put was. Place. He, no no, he was great last night. 21 minutes past five. The clues and the time. We're going to take a quick break and then. So, Rangers fans, what are you thinking? Who's up front for you? Is it going to be Ryan Kent, uh, Fashion Sakala? And for Celtic fans, how are you feeling then about any. I mean, the paper's saying, have you got the bottle? For the title, what do you feel? 08087 17700. The Go Radio Football Show with com. your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go, 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 go. Let's go. Thank you, Chris, for the traffic and travel taking us home here on Glasgow's own Go Radio with Macklin Motors. Great to be with our friends from Macklin Motors here in the sunshine. You can't beat it at the weekend, Barry, can't you? Going into a Friday evening, is it your favourite time of the week? Just about hitting the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, um, I love the weekend, especially when the weather's like this. Um, super, it's been lovely all week, and brilliant golfing weather as well. So I can try and get my handicap down. Good, Mark. Yourself, do you have any time for golf? Of course, there's a big uh, golf. I know loads of you next week for the John Hartson Charity Night, isn't it? It'd yeah, there's, a, there's, yeah. A, there's a yeah. Chris Boyd uh, Charity uh, Golf Day on on Monday at Tunbury and the the John Hartson Foundation um, Golf Day at Tunbury on uh, May the third Tuesday oh, right, week sorry, on uh, yeah. Tuesday. So there's Chris Boyd. Well, yeah, Chris yeah, Boyd next week. So yeah. they're always well attended, well supported. Scottish football comes together. Yeah. Um, for for both the guys and um, you know they're, they're, they're really good days out and the people at at Tumbury you know Ralph Porciani and all the people there look after us all we, uh, wonderfully well a wee plug there yeah, yeah I'm just about to say a wee free weekend away <laughs> <down> <laughs> the, <at> game, <laughs> the game's been good to him Jock Steen used to say that <laughs> to some of the journalists <laughs> yeah if they turned up in a nice car Jock Steen would say oh, the game's been good to you sir hasn't it 
Gorilla uh, Football Show. Radio's right, been good to you. It certainly has, isn't it? Hey, still here. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> What one is it this month? Uh, from Macklin Motors, it's a belter. <laughs> oh. A bit of content, a plug and an invoice every month. <laughs> right, the football, um, oh. I think it's back on, isn't it, this weekend. Thank oh. goodness there's so much. We're going to talk about Kilmarnock against Arbroath tonight. Two games to go. If Kelly win it, they're champions. But Arbroath coming up fast uh, on the rails. We will talk about that shortly back to let's go to Rangers because they're up first tomorrow um, the manager has been speaking about two standouts last weekend Davis and Lundstrom I'm the coach I'll put him in the place I want <laughs> I mean he's, uh, I think his, uh, his development uh, and his role uh, this season became uh, I think better and stronger his performances so I'm really happy I'm you know, uh, I think midfield is a is a uh, department where we have a lot of quality players. I can I can pick a lot of players for those positions in the games ahead. I can I can I can pick uh, different midfield uh, uh, combinations. But um, you know, I'm happy with John's performances. I'm also happy for for Steve Davis that he's um, you know back in 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 top form. You know, after a difficult spell, I think the games uh, with Northern Ireland, with um, the games we played at Mirror, and also the Celtic game really helped him to uh, to to be at his best so um, yeah I'm, I'm really happy with, with both of them Barry Ferguson former Rangers captain a great Rangers captain is John Lindstrom a future skipper of your old club? Yeah possibility because he's, he's shown um, good quality good leadership quality certainly um, since he's been brought into the team now I know Gio's saying there that um, he's really happy with him I don't think he was in his plans Till after the the tough Celtic defeat at, at Celtic Park, where I think he had to make changes, and I think since he's come in, I think he's been Rangers' outstanding player. He has he's um, he's development a top midfielder. Look, I always I said at the first yeah, half of the season there was people coming on, no too sure why did Rangers chase him for a, a year or so? Why were they so desperate to sign him? Now you're starting to see why Rangers were desperate to sign him. He's um, He's got everything. He's strong. He's physical. He can get about the pitch. He can pass the ball two-footed as well. Watch him in games. He can ping that ball with his left foot, ping the ball with his, his right foot. He's a goal threat at times as well. Um, so he's turning into be one of Gio's most important players. Um, and I'm delighted for him because it's it must be hard for people when they first come up and he probably get a shot with the demands put on him and mm. the expectations probably no use to that at Sheffield United and that's me no being disrespectful but you're talking about Sheffield United and Rangers two different sizes of clubs but now he's he's starting to show what a quality player he is in, in terms of Stephen Davis if what can you say that, that you haven't yeah, said I've, before I've said yeah. about, about Devo um, last Sunday against St Murna week past on Sunday sorry come on and I thought he changed the game for Rangers and then I thought he changed the game again mm. uh, against Celtic when he made that double substitution Stephen Davis and, and Scott Arfield coming on um, two quality midfielders and he's quite right what he says there there is a lot of quality in there but these two players um, are fully quality Mark on Stephen Davis do you think mm. the manager's also changed his mind about him? Yeah well like, he would have no option mm. particularly after Sunday I mean I I can't remember exactly. Was it maybe about sixty-five minutes? The double change, something yep, like that. Yep. Half an hour or so to go. Then obviously there was a half an hour of, of yep. extra time. So whatever that, you know, let's say it was about, it was about an hour on the pitch for me. And I know Barry picked John Lundstrom. And I picked James Tavernier, but just for that 
hour that he was on the pitch he was man of the match he was brilliant because Rangers needed a calm and experienced head because remember they went a goal down and I certainly thought that that would be the game finished you know, bearing in mind the 120 minutes that Rangers had on Thursday so I thought if Celtic scored first it's game over but Davis brought a calmness and a belief to the team mm-hmm. he kept the ball he moved it he always made themselves available he was popping up on the right hand side teaming up with Tabin he was popping up on the left you know, teaming up with Bassey he was all over the place and even just his presence there may well just have spooked Celtic a wee bit uh, as well because he just made the game tick at his flow and the way he wanted Rangers to play so to answer the initial question um, I would be absolutely astonished if he doesn't start uh, in Germany on Thursday night I don't know about tomorrow I'm not saying tomorrow's not important I'm not saying Rangers have written the league off I just think that they stand a better chance of, of because it's in their own hands the Leipzig game is in their own hands they can control to an extent what happens whereas with the league they can't so therefore for me Thursday's a priority um, but I get tomorrow you want to win your first game after the split and put pressure on Celtic but certainly for Thursday night in Germany when a lot of the time it could be backs to the wall Steve Davis may well be the most important man in the pitch I tell you what he does he makes the game look so simple Stephen Davis he, he keeps it and people say oh he's only playing it 15 <laughs> yards sideways yeah. or whatever but do you know what he's doing that for a reason to create a bit of space in front of him because yeah. he, he, he plays the wee balls play the wee balls into the, mm. the number 10 or into the striker or the the wide players coming into wee pockets of space yeah, he's, he's just a, an all round proper football player is he going to be here next season? what do you think? do you think Stephen Davis I'll will be, be honest with the, both players that come on against Celtic I would have no problems whatsoever giving them another year's contract yeah. just with having that experience that know-how they might not start but I tell you what brilliant players to bring off the bench oh, sure. brilliant you'll, players you'll, you'll comfortably you get twenty five games out of Steve Davis. No, you've probably get thirty five games. I mean, he's a machine. You know, I mean, he is. He's 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 brilliant. But you don't let, in my opinion, you don't let somebody like Steve Davis go. You, you do all you can to keep him. And I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is maybe I'm not saying he didn't appreciate him, but he's maybe just seen. I think, wow, mm-hmm. if he's watched back that game on on Sunday, Davis was an integral part to Rangers winning that tie. So that's uh, Motherwell Rangers tomorrow. More from the Rangers camp in a moment or two. Celtic are Sunday afternoon. Motherwell got the game. Uh, they allowed the game to come forward. We'll talk about that. Graham Alexander said he didn't know. Um, they were one of the last to know the players themselves. But that's happening now tomorrow. And we've all, we said right away, we thought that was the right thing. Bring it forward for Rangers in Europe. Celtic up at Ross County on Sunday on the line. Celtic fan Reagan. Good evening, Reagan. How are you? Reagan. We'll go back to him in a moment or two. Yeah, it's um, can we something like can we? <laughs> We're calling you back, Reagan. In fact, let's hear from your manager about Ross County. What's Ange Postecoglou thinking about that trip to Dingwall? That's not the question. We're not asking about the trip. We know it. You go up the A9. It'll be. Oh, in fact, that's us calling you back. Um, here's Ange about Ross County. You go back to a specific point in time. We've played them since then as well. You can always go back to a, a point in time and use that as a reference point. But uh, our reference point is, um, yeah, how we've been playing. Uh, and we've been very consistent with our form for a long period of time. And um, we know it's a challenge. Every game's a challenge, home or away. And Ross County have been fantastic, especially, um, you know, um, second half of the year. Melky's done an enormous job with them to, to get them uh, into the top six. Um, and we knew that. We knew that the last time we played them uh, at home. So, um, you know, we've got to be ready for it. You know, it's going to be a tough opponent. But again, as I said, we've been pretty consistent uh, in our performances, which needs to continue that. Mark, you've made it clear you reckon Celtic. And you said it on Sunday in the game. At the end of it, you said you still think Celtic will win the league um, Barry you reckon on balance they are in the box 
seat and probably Celtic will win it Paul I would rather be in Celtic's position yeah. <laughs> Six points ahead, 19 goals in front. How many times do you have to tell us that? <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Um, and that, listen, it's sure. what a run they've been on yeah. since September. It's yeah. if you if you think about that um, in terms of domestically, I don't think a lot of teams could could do that in any any sort of league. So they have been in phenomenal form. As I said, look, they're not used to losing. We just need to see how they react to losing. But I think they've got enough. If you look at the squad, they've got enough players, and there's probably three players that jump out at me right away: Joe Hart, Carter Vickers, mm-hmm. Callum McGregor. That's the three. That, and do you know what? That's the spine of your team. The mentality of the team. He says it's a setback, but he speaks about the the strength that his squad have. Yeah, I, I, I've felt all along all this year that you know every setback we've had, and we've had quite a few of them, that the players have embraced every challenge, and I didn't sense uh, within the group that there was any hangover from from the result when we got back into training. Um, you know, they're disappointed. Of course, they're disappointed. Everyone was disappointed. At the same time, um, you know, they understand that what needs to happen from after you know a result like that is. That you put your energies in a positive way to, to the next game and the next game is you know for us Ross County on the weekend so yeah you know, like I said I haven't felt the need to, to lift them up I haven't sensed a change in the mood uh, you know they've, they've been a determined resilient group all year you know that's what I continue to see Is there a wee bit of pressure off them in some ways in a funny kind of way being away from home I heard the guys talking about it last night Mark Is there on, anything on in Celtic? that? Yeah on like, Celtic yeah. Mm, no. no No I don't think so Tough no. place to play Yeah, yeah. and and you know that. I think there's pressure on. Well, there is pressure on Celtic and, and Rangers uh, in, in every single game because there's, a, there's a, a demand uh, there to win. But is there pressure on Celtic on Sunday? Yeah, of course there is because mm. at the moment they're nine points away from the title. You know, three wins will, will get them um, the title. So uh, yeah, t- tomorrow Sunday's a chance to tick off that first box, get the first three points, um, and, and and take it from there. But uh, I mean, they have been on a hell of a run. You know, September. Uh, when you consider some of the results in the in the, the first few games of the of the season, but to turn that around so quickly, a new I mean a brand new team pretty much, um, a, a new manager, a new chief executive, then another new chief executive, um, no head of recruitment, etc. Um, etc. Et so, I think we, we we've spoken often about Ange Postecoglou, um, and he's been a terrific. Um, appointment yep. and that, that's why and, and the quality team is as bad as mentioned as well but you could go right through the team's yep. quality everywhere that's why I, I've absolutely no doubt that Celtic will be, will be the champions Let's turn to well, I've just seen John Fury on there we might be speaking to Tyson Fury's dad um, he was on earlier on Barry remember we had him on last year and he was absolutely terrific we'll see just ahead of the big fight it's going to be some game talking about managers what about Malky Mackay you know Celtic are up there you wonder if he's going to be the favourite for the Hibs job what I, th- do you I reckon? think he's got to be clear favourite um, Ron, is it Ron Gordon yeah. the, the Hibs chairman yep. or owner or whatever mm-hmm. he has said that um, obviously he went for Sean Maloney who's an experienced manager I think they'll need to go down the experience route by the sound yet and for me, the job that Malky McKay's done, bear, bear in mind the first couple of months, they were relegation favourites, yeah. couldn't buy a win. The turnaround in Ross County has been phenomenal. Um, and to get Ross County into the, the top mm-hmm. six is a brilliant achievement. And also, I know how hard that is for Ross County to attract players mm-hmm. up there. People don't want to come up there for family reasons because it's it's uh, a way up north. Um, so for me, Malky McKay has got to be the, the number one candidate for 
for that job just by the, the job that he's done and also listen he's in a tough time I think he served his punishment he's went he's, he's done all the sure. courses or whatever I, th- I think people should just forget about that and move on and concentrate on what a good manager is and what a good job he has done up at Ross County Mark we last heard you in the programme on Monday and it was before yeah. Sean Maloney was dismissed do you think he's been hung out to dry a wee bit by the comments I mean owners are entitled to make a decision but saying that he felt it was the wrong decision you know early on or a while ago it just seemed I thought he was kind of I wonder what's your thoughts of the comments it's Ron Gordon yeah yeah it, it, it's, I hate when it becomes messy Paul yeah. well, clearly it wasn't was they working out sometimes you can you, you see results on a Saturday and they're not going well but everybody at the football club, management, players, directors, hierarchy, they know that behind the scenes everything's heading in the right direction. The babies know that that wee bit of luck, and they've lost one or two players. Obviously, Kevin does, but nobody like that. Sure. But I don't think behind the scenes there was a feeling in the hierarchy that things were moving in, in, in the right direction. And maybe with the benefit of hindsight, Sean will maybe assess some of your, some of his appointments, um, the staff, and and and, and look at, uh, at that. But it's just no nice, and I think it's totally unnecessary. Mm it to become messy look it's not worked out you shake hands you move on mm. hopefully Sean gets gets paid up gets everything that, he, that he's entitled to in, in terms of contractually and then you move on to the next manager because you've also got to remember as well if you're an owner or a chairman you start slaughtering your previous manager that'll put off prospective candidates 100%. as well so you know, I, I don't, actually I don't want to go and work with this guy sure. you know so you need to be careful See, I'm all, all for honesty but just rein it in and be careful but yes Malky Mackay I think he's a, a clear choice for the job what did you think about the comments? Were you surprised, Barry, when Ron Gordon said that he almost um, was thinking about Jack Ross after a while? I think he inferred that he'd let him go too soon. Well, first and foremost, I, th- I thought it was... Um, I couldn't believe it. Jack Ross mm. got, got the sack. I know he was in a bad run, but I think you've got to take that away and look previous to what Jack Ross had actually achieved at, yeah. at Hibs. Um Good manager, he had a real good team. They were just going through one of the stages in the season that they couldn't buy a win. I don't think it was as bad as people were making out. They decided to get rid of him and, and brought Sean in. And I feel for Sean, listen, I was a teammate of Sean's at, at Scotland, and you never like seeing anybody get sacked. But I've got to be honest with you 19 games. Mm. He only had the, the January window, what was tough. He lost Mar- M- Martin Boyle, who for me was. Clearly their best player. Mm. Massive loss. Kevin Nisbet, Mark's just mentioned. That's two of your guys who who win your games of football. Now, did they bring did they get enough money to go um and bring replacements in? I don't know. I, I'm not too sure because January's a hard window. I, I just think five games to go. I think it was it wasn't the right decision for me. I, I, at least give them the last five games to see if they, they get better from at least a half-decent performance against Hearts in the second half. Mm-hmm. At least they showed a bit of fight, which people were maybe saying, oh, they liked that under Sean. They certainly showed that down to 10 men against Hearts in the semi-final. Was it a good enough performance to win? No, it wasn't, but at least they showed something. So I think he deserved at least the last five games to see if he could get... Um, something mm. out the, the the team that he had assembled. Is it Malky Mackay? If if you were Ron Gordon, would you have the well, Ross County manager? I, I just look where Malky's managed. He's managed mm. at a high level, of course, down in yep. England. Yep. Look yep. at the, the clubs that he's managed. He's come up here. He, he got the job at Scotland and uh, behind the scenes, and then obviously did a good job. He yep. got the, the first opportunity, which I, I probably think if you ask Malky, 
I think he thought that he wasn't going to get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now he's got it at Ross County. And I, I've got to be honest with you, you cannot look at Ross County and say they're, they're not a decent team. They're actually yeah. good mm. good defensively. They're mm. actually good players. Yeah. And Malky's moulded them. He's been given a bit of time because it would been easy for the Ross County chairman mm. to say after two or three months, this is no working. Out you go. He stood behind them. He stood by him, sorry. And look where he's he's got Ross County into the top six. All right, more on that after the break. And also looking forward to the weekend games and everything that's coming up, including tonight's game. It's the Championship Crunch. It's Kilmarnock against our bro. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, 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 go. Let's go. So the headlines tonight, Kmar Roof is out for a few weeks for Rangers. Aaron Ramsey is also out for a few games as well. They could be back in, uh, well, they're going to miss the first three games for sure coming up in the next 10 days. For Celtic, Josip Juranovic is out for the foreseeable future. Celtic playing Sunday at Ross County. Rangers tomorrow at Motherwell. Other headlines, the championship match tonight, Kilmarnock against Arbroath. Elsewhere, Brentford reportedly eyeing up an £18 million bid for Aaron Hickey. Some big business, what a career he is having in building. And uh, here's a name from a couple of years ago up here. The ex-Motherwell player Alan Campbell has been mentioned uh, getting rave reviews. Is he going to get a Scotland call-up? He's uh, playing with Luton who, and he's he's doing brilliantly for them, isn't he? Well, I've seen looking a couple of times yeah. obviously you get the championship on, on Sky and uh, to be quite honest with you Paul he stood out for Luton um, he, he's definitely improved um, he was a good player at Motherwell but he's Very he's good, certainly yeah. improved since he's went down to the championship and it's a tough tough league and I mean Luton are absolute flying yeah. they're fourth mm. in the championship um, I think one more win the cement their place in the, the, the playoffs so listen it's great to see players um from smaller clubs up sure. in Scotland, mm-hmm. go down. I know it's not in the Premier League, but the Championship, I've played in it. I've played in it for a couple of years, and I tell you, it's a <laughs> tough, tough league. I mean, it's an absolute shift. Yeah. But fair play to Alan Campbell. He, he stood out for Luton and he, he's doing brilliant. And listen, I'm sure Stevie Clark's watching him. Mm-hmm. He impressed, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Campbell, he was, he's a wee terrible. Remember yeah. um, James McFadden worked with him when James was in the coaching staff. At Motherwell and, and raved about him and still does. You know, he's, he's got fantastic ability, great attitude, and he's a big part of the, the, the Luton success story. Nathan Jones at the helm. There's another Scotsman. Well, there's, there's two. Robert Snodgrass is there, doing well. Um, you know, adding his experience. And I don't know if if he was a kid when you were at Rangers, Barry, if you, you were away with it. Uh, Cal Naismith yep. is there and doing very, very well. Uh, he's played as a centre forward. He's played as a wing. He's now cemented himself as a sort of left-sided central. A defender, 30 years old, and he's absolutely ripping it up down there. Robert Snodgrass raves about Cal Naismith um, as well, and he's a big part of the Luton story. Yep, it's good to see, isn't it, Barry? Yeah, I, I do. I always, I, I like, I like to keep a, a lookout for players who you see get, getting a move down to down to England, and and you always want them to, to do well. And, and to be fair to him, that's one thing um, that I've heard quite a few people at Mars just mentioned there about Alan Campbell. Mm. It was his attitude. He wanted to learn. He wanted to make himself better, and and I like seeing young players like that trying to work on their game. And listen, he's been down to the championship, as I says, which is a tough, tough league, and he's he's standing out for Luton. And what about Aaron Hickey? Could you see him going to the bees to that new stadium down in London to Brentford? Well, one thing about Aaron Hickey, I, I just I liked him when he came on for Scotland. He had a, he had a swagger yeah. about him, he had a real confidence yeah. about him mm-hmm. for a a young player, uh, and I like to see that. 
maybe some people say overconfident I think you've got to have a wee bit of that in mm. you if you want to try and make it as a, a top footballer and um, obviously he's playing in the Serie, Serie A um, with Bologna good league tough league and I'm not surprised that um, Premier League clubs are, are, are looking at him 18 million I don't know what, what did they leave Hearts for was it 3 3 million max I think yeah, yeah, yeah. max you know, it's, it's decent um, decent amount of money Bologna are going to make off him but listen he's certainly got the qualities to be a, a, a top fullback the young man it's a strange story though isn't it that he wasn't really snapped up here didn't do more here you know he was allowed to yeah. go to Italy yeah I think he was, I think he was in Celtic's books, was on the as, books. A, yep. as, as a kid Celtic certainly to the best of my knowledge had a couple of bids uh, put in from when he was at Hearts when when it was hotting up and he decided to go to Bologna Celtic I don't quite think got to the got to the valuation but the one thing about about well, I'm told he's 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 actually naturally right footed mm. um, so he can operate at right back and at, at left back um, but I think the great thing for him is Paul it's brilliant to see a young Scottish guy because he's maybe only been 18 or 19, 20 when he's gone to Italy he's embraced it new country with himself embraced mm. the language managed to bide his time be patient and, and, and press the manager Mihailovic and then get into the Bologna first team he's got teams in Serie A sniffing about him um, as well and then you know Premiership uh, clubs back in the, the UK so it's a, he's a real credit to himself his family his professionalism for the way he's embraced that kind of move because not many boys of that age would do that that's a great point let's come back to the old firm of the big two so the first game tomorrow is the early kickoff. at Rangers at Motherwell are you surprised Barry that uh, Graham Alexander said they, he, the players didn't know this was happening yeah I seen, I seen his interview on Sky yeah, yeah but I was yeah. surprised I, I would think that if they were going to move the game that Motherwell would be informed pretty early um, so I was surprised with the, with, with the comments I think look the SPFL have done the right thing no matter if it's Rangers, if it was Celtic or Aberdeen, Hearts or Hibs, I would expect it to happen. Um, but I was surprised with with the, the, the comments that Graham Alexander made. Yeah. Do you think things will get sorted now between Rangers and the SPFL? There's been obviously a lot of hassle, a lot of acrimony. Um, I know the cinch thing's still not resolved and there were courts involved, weren't there, Mark? It would be great to see the club who are the defending champions have a better relationship with the, the ruling body, of which they're a member of the SPFL. Yeah, it would be. That, um, I can't see it for no. any time soon. Probably they'll need to whatever way, if it's you know uh, legally uh, resolved between the SPFL, you know, Singe and uh, and Rangers, then we'll need to hold uh, off of that. Want to see what the the courts um, decide. But yeah, it is a shame. Um, it is a shame, but and. I don't see it resolving itself anytime soon. What is coming back is VAR. It's going to be in, as we yeah. know. We haven't seen news since Monday. Here's GVB speaking about the introduction of VAR from December, just after the World Cup. Uh, I'm a big fan of VAR because I think it will uh, help the referees in their decisions. You know, I'm really happy that it's coming uh, to the league after the World Cup. So uh, I think after that, you know, it's... Uh, it's much easier for uh, referees to to take the right decisions in difficult moments. So uh, yes, I'm very positive uh, with VAR coming. Mark, yeah, it's great. Um, you know, the most telling thing for me is what our own officials wanted it. They felt they needed it, you know, and they don't see it. You know, if they if they get a decision overruled or, or VAR, you know, um, you know, takes pole position on on things, they they, they see it as a benefit. 
because they're, they're, look, they're, they're human beings they don't want to be going home on a Saturday night or a Sunday night and being lambasted on, on social media or on go radio or on sports scene or whatever it may be uh, by people so if it helps reach the right decision because we're, we're talking now about a £35 million title you know we're talking about teams going up and down promotion relegation top six European football so there's so much to play for and, and, and each place is worth hundreds of thousands of pounds if not tens of millions of pounds between first and second uh, place so it's just a pity that it can't come in at the start of the season but look it's better late than, than never and it's a good move and well done to the clubs for um, mm. voting for it and agreeing to finance it as well who is the one club that went against it was it Morton right enough Morton. was it is, is it, it Morton, Morton? It was yeah. Morton. and why saying, do we yeah, know Morton. what the problem was I no don't know. Don't, know. don't know Barry I know you've welcomed it you've called for it for a long time because when you see because it's, it's there in the Europa League isn't it well of course it is it was huge and then the next game when Rangers were playing and then Celtic were playing you think how can the referees and the linesmen it, it's too quick the game now to, to see it with the naked eye you need VAR yeah Definitely, I'm I'm all for it. The, my only my only problem is it's coming halfway through a season, which I, I, I don't like. But I've seen Neil Doncaster had mentioned that's happened in a number of countries mm. that it's been brought in halfway through the season. Um, look, it's a good thing. I'm sure the referees are absolutely delighted um, that it's coming in, and um, let's let's hope that. Um, it works and there's there's no there's no any trouble in terms of refereeing uh, decision. It's just oh there will be come on. The, the only problem is <laughs> yeah. when I watch it down in Eng- English Premier League, yeah. everybody knows it's is it Stockley Park. Yeah. Um, it yeah. goes to I don't know if they could name the place the bunker up up here if it's an old firm game. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to VA, VAR at, at Hamden or whatever. So, so you think I would hazard a guess there would be a few people <laughs> outside. Right. Um, so I think I will need to be kept under wraps yep. keep it secret <laughs> for the referees that's <laughs> a great point I know, I know. Ah, he's somewhere on Bimbeckler oh aye yes that, that would need to be top secret Yeah, because you, you would of course, you yeah. would get punters turning up mm-hmm. but Absolutely. these days you can't keep it top secret it will come out um, but well, surely uh, hopefully because it's yeah. worked much better Oh, this season I'm sure in they could use your studio uh, in your house uh, <laughs> can you hear me okay for a moment yeah. whatever it takes to get to a right decision Oh eight oh eight. that's it 17, 17, 700 what are you thinking this weekend Celtic fans up at Ross County are you looking forward to it will not be that many there but it'll be the early journey there on Sunday morning it was a 2.30 kick off mind you Rangers would have been at 12 it's 12 for them tomorrow at Motherwell. Um, looking forward to both the games. I saw one of the notes that uh, John Suter should be fit for Hearts for the Cup final. That'll be strange, Barry, won't it? Up against the team that he's signed for for next season. Yeah, it will be strange, but listen, at the end of the day, you're still contracted with Hearts. They still mm-hmm. pay you. Um, I think his contract will end probably the, the 30th of June. Um, it will be strange but if he's asked to play I mean I've seen when he had agreed his, his contract mm. with Rangers Robbie Nielsen says listen at the end of the day it's my decision if I want to play him he did play him he got booed for a game or two but his performances were still at a high level um, so I'm sure if Robbie feels the need that he needs to play him sorry in the cup final I'm sure he will do You'd expect him to give everything do you think it'll affect him at all? It shouldn't it shouldn't if you're a professional um, at the end of the day hearts are paying you Rangers ain't paying you until um, the start of July so it shouldn't affect them 
when, when Barry said when does the contract end I thought five o'clock straight after the game if it goes to extra time and penalties he swaps jerseys I, I, yeah. I, if he's fit and available yeah. I, I think it's a real awkward one for John Suter I have to be honest you know, yeah. you're playing the final game of the season a Scottish Cup up for grabs and you know pretty much the following morning you, you, pretty, you become a Rangers player really don't you sure. So I think it's, a non- it's the rules, it's regulations. Rangers are quite right. They've got a pre-contract. They couldn't agree a deal to get him in in January. Hearts need to try and pick their best team. But I think Robbie Nielsen would need to sit down and have a real open and private conversation. And whatever said in that meeting should remain private. But it's a real awkward one for John Souter. Yeah, look at him in the eye and see if he's up for it. But look, he strikes me as he is a professional guy. Yeah. Um, but in terms of Rangers, I says at the day, Rangers need to try and get Conor Golson sat down. We're going to talk about that after the news and we're going to get your predictions for all the big games for tonight and over the weekend. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technologies. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 17 17 700. Hour two is underway and loads of calls coming in. 0808 17 17 700. First stop to speak to Mark Weedy, Barry Ferguson, and me, Paul Cooney. It's Reagan is on. Reagan, good evening. Paul, how are you doing? Very well, thanks. How are you? Enjoying the sunshine? Yep, enjoying the sunshine now. Talk to you guys. And glad that the we're back to the league this weekend. Five games to go, and, and your, your own club, Celtic. Uh, so much has been said. What are you thinking after that defeat last weekend? What are you thinking now for Ross County? Um, I'm a little bit nervous, Paul, to be honest. I think, uh, especially that Ross County are playing pretty well and uh, mm-hmm. Celtic have got a few concerns as well. So I think this will be a very tough game. But they've been in such a great run uh, domestically until the, the Cup semi-final. Have you got faith in your team? Well, Paul, I said this on the uh, uh, show before, but it, it was quite funny because the last time Celtic got beat was on my was on my birthday. So uh, I've got faith that they can uh, they can do well on Sunday against Boston. Uh, for me, I think the important factor for Celtic is that Jagamakis is back because he's a, bit, a very big player for us. Barry, that is big news. Jukamakis is back yeah, yeah. I, I, to be honest with you I didn't think I would I've said this a, a couple of months ago but he's, he certainly uh, impressed me over the last couple of months um, obviously with the, the, the goals that he scored and he, he brings a, a different dimension to Celtic the inner strikers are, are pretty mobile and, and get about he's a real physical presence up there he he, he gets in the centre backs um, faces so um, I'm sure the Celtic fans will be absolutely delighted that he's back and, and listen he's a penalty box striker 
He's, he knows where, the, where the, the back of the net is No doubt about it And if you watch him closely His movement is excellent Inside the box um, And generally when he gets a chance um, Nine times out of ten he, he buries it Mark, let's get a wee insight from Ange Postacoglu For Reagan and for everyone How's training been this week then After you know the treble dream died? After the extra time Boys needed a couple of extra days The ones who played um, you know, recovery So training wasn't sort of as intense earlier in the week But um, you know, back in today working, working hard and getting ready for the weekend Mark? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Celtic will be champing at the bit to get going on, on Sunday. You know, Barry said that at, at uh, half past four on Sunday afternoon that the last thing Celtic have wanted would have to wait another seven days to get going again. They'd have wanted to get out and get a, get a midweek game on the Wednesday night or whatever and then get it out of their system and uh, start focusing on the league. So, look, it's, it's 36 hours away now to kick off and Celtic will be ready, regardless of who's available, whether it's Kyogo's up front, Jack Amakis is up front. Ralston right back those guys will be will be focused because the manager demands that and and that's why I've I've no doubts um, about uh, Celtic's ability to go on and see through the, the next five games and Barry you expect uh, Celtic they're not going to slip up? No I, I don't but you, you don't know I'll, I'll be able to tell you at half past four and and, um, and Sunday it'll be interesting to see but yeah. I'm looking forward to see how they do react because um, as I said it's been a long time since I've been beaten they've been in unbelievable form domestically um, but personally I, I do I, I think they'll, they'll have too much for Ross County and they've got they've got guys in there with good experience good good leaders so I fully expect them to go to Ross County and get the three points but we just need to wait and see Reagan, there's been so much chat about the game last week. We don't want to go on about it for too long. But now that you've had five days to think about it, uh, Rangers played well. Celtic were a bit flat. Well, what do you feel? What went wrong? What went wrong was I supposed to go with that back when Celtic went one goal. Well, that's what I, 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 don't, I don't understand. I know I, I've been a big advocate of Ange, but I don't know what he did. Celtic just uh, looked very flat and very fatigued when they went one nil up. It's as if they just sat back and went, and went well, well, we'll, we'll try and hang on for the next 25 minutes here. But the Rangers are too good a team to do that against Paul. I'm not, I'm not so sure on that one, Regan, because you think about it, they weren't sitting back when Catler Vickers hit the crossbar to make it 2-0. So they weren't sitting back at that opportunity and that's not the manager's fault. But you know yourself, naturally, what happens if 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 you have got a lead you, you do it's human nature what Barry will tell us you, you do can attend to the treat that we beat and the team that needs to go and chase it naturally will and I think why Celtic ended up sort of pinned back as well because pretty much for the whole game Regan the forwards weren't on it it wasn't sticking with Jota it wasn't yeah, sticking with Abada Kyogo just looked off it um, when he came on so that was part of the problem as well there was nothing sticking up front so therefore the ball kept coming back and that's where Steve Davis was so important to Rangers in the middle of the pack because he orchestrated the floor play and helped put Celtic on the on the back foot so I, I think there's a bit of human nature a, a desire for Rangers to go and get back into the game um, I don't really think it was down to, down to Ange Postacoglu yeah, what Rangers done was nullify Celtic's dangers people in terms of Jota the biggest one for me was Rogic Rogic they denied him any space and I, I said it before you give that guy half a yard he can kill you he can destroy you with that yep. half turn and that ball as soon as he got the ball Rangers were so aggressive 
in the middle of the pitch and it's the most aggressive I've seen them and I've identified that if you allow Callum McGregor and Rogic time and space they'll dominate the game but Rangers dominated the game because they denied the two guys mm. certainly space to go and play Regan are you buying this? <laughs> Paul I just want to ask Barry a question because you spoke about it quite a few times tonight you spoke about Celtic uh, uh, like uh, they've, uh, be, they've been defeated on Sunday but then it'd be like a seven or eight day rest yeah see see for, for you being a former, a former player Barry is that something that play that, that, that put that will play on the players mind that like it'll, it'll maybe stray them that it's took this long to because you have mentioned it two, two or three times tonight yeah, but in terms of see when you you have a defeat, Reagan, and and you're no you don't perform at the levels that the fans expect and you expect. You, you need a. I would rather have a game within two or three days, Reagan. So um, you heard Postacoglu. I think he gave him a couple of rest days because um, it did look the the usual Celtic. They liked that wee bit of zip. I don't know whether it's the amount of games or the tempo that they play it so it was interesting to see that he gave them a couple of days rest and the flip side that Rangers were the same I'd said that that they would get a couple of days but as a player Regan you want to play as quickly as possible so I'm sure if you ask any Celtic player or anybody that's involved at at Celtic the training would have been bang at it because you're frustrated you're annoyed because you've been beaten especially when you get beat off your arch rivals so as a footballer the thing that you want most is a game as quickly as possible and Celtic would need to wait that um, seven days. Regan, what's your score lines in the two big, the biggest games? So what are Rangers going to do tomorrow at Motherwell? Um, I'll go Motherwell 1, Rangers 2 and I'll go I'll go Ross County 1, Celtic 2 I'll go 2-1 both both teams. You're going 2-1? That's what I've wrote down. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Barry's, what I've wrote down, Regan. Barry's Good giving us think alike. Indeed. <laughs> and is it Anthony Rolson again that late late goal uh, and that was a bit of a turning point Mark wasn't it that uh, Celtic had a tough time they were getting a bit better but that night looked as though um, they were going to lose two points yeah yeah and it was a late uh, it was a late goal um, was it 96 97, 97. Uh, minutes uh, Alan Muir I think was the referee that, that uh, afternoon but um, these things happen you know I think we'll all agree that most of the time when Celtic and Rangers are at home okay we're talking about Celtic when Celtic are at Padkhead 19 times out of 20 they're going to win in the league but when you go away from home it's a little bit trickier and I know obviously the, the focus is on how will Celtic react to Sunday's defeat etc etc but let's see how Ross County react as well so psychologically Ross County might think we've made it into the top six against all the odds they might, they might have the, the trunks at and the, and the suntan lotion looked out you never know we've seen it happen we've seen it happen before or they might think do you yeah. know what we want to kick on you know Regan Charles Cook might be thinking mm-hmm. I've not actually got the move sealed that I want yet you know I'm still putting myself in the shop window you never know they're at home in front of their own fans live on Sky etc etc so let's see how, how Ross County are um, on, on Sunday as well and, and also see for Rangers I'm interested to see how Rangers do because yeah. they had a brilliant mm-hmm. Thursday a brilliant Sunday are you going to this game overconfident? Do you think you just need to turn up and, and win? I don't think you can be like that. Rangers need to go out and start the game quickly. Um, and they're missing Kemar Ruth, yeah. another main striker. So it'll be interesting to see how Rangers react. And Rangers need to win. Mm. They need to win and then it goes down to three points. But that's, 
I'll be interested to see this weekend how how it pans out. Final question, Regan: Who's going to win the big game tonight, Arbroath or Kilmarnock? Um, it's quite a difficult one. Uh, I'm going to go for Derek McCrary's side to win. Uh, I think they'll just nick it two-one. Regan, thanks very much for joining us in the Go Radio Football Show. What about that game tonight yeah, then? I, I yeah. just what do you think? Speed, I, yeah. Look, you were mentioning huh? speedos there. I just pictured <laughs> you walking about the pool with your speedos and flops. You need a break, Barry Fergan. Honestly, in fact, that, I think I think that's a yellow card. What do you think, James? I, I think you should. I don't. I don't think you should. I, be on Monday. I think John Beat would do the straight red <laughs> for that, and, and Bobby Madden would probably <laughs> let him off. <laughs> don't bother coming on Monday. That's the first thing that came to my head. No, I think Paul that's, Cooney walking okay. about the pool right, that's with a, speedos. Right. <laughs> Red cut Stay till seven And then that's it Yeah He's in the straight, sin bin Straight into the showroom For showdown talks <laughs> He's in the sin bin uh, right, The, Mac- the Macklin Motors showroom For showdown talks <laughs> 2-1 oh. he reckons What are we thinking yeah. for tonight though So Kelly Yeah I think I mean yep. Derek McKinney's got a strong yep. team They're a good squad We know um, Steve McGinn Has been on the show many times You've got Kyle Lafferty There's a butt coming um, here no, I just think with a yep. bro though there's they've got nothing to lose I, I don't mean there's no pressure because there'll be an internal mm. pressure because I've now come so far you know game 34 but um, they have got nothing to lose they've got 1200 supporters down from, from a bro for yeah. the game but Kilmarnock have over 10,000 mm. Kilmarnock fans inside Rugby Park tonight it is an absolute belt and it just gets a weekend off to, to a cracking start but is. I think Kilmarnock will do it he's going to do it yeah. what's your scoreline Kilmarnock Com- it- to win 3-1 and I see uh, Lafferty got himself he's uh, one of the players of the year in contention mm. uh, that came out yesterday so you reckon 3-1 mm-hmm. yep. 3-1 Kelly Kelly Lafferty getting a goal yes and our own Chris Burke as well maybe coming on he's he's what a player ah, isn't he, he? he he's brilliant you know he's absolutely brilliant great professional yep. and a great guy as well he's brilliant company I really enjoyed Burke's company he was good he gave Craig Moore a run for his money didn't he he was brilliant on that European night with you and me yeah he did. Him, just makes that? me laugh just with <laughs> the amount of stuff he, he brought in it was just brought his all rucksack in he had yeah. four books uh, all different colour and uh, pens I don't know young Stephen Craig in it? <laughs> Is it, it but I, do you know what I think I, I hope I hope it's a draw and it goes down to the last game of the season. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I, I've got a sneaky feeling that it could be a draw, but then I, I keep looking at Derek's Kilmarnock mm. team. They've, they have got real quality. They've got good experience there, but you, you can never write that Campbell's are broth off. No. They just keep springing up surprise results. Mm. Um, and some of his players a, are out working today. You know all about this, Barry, at Alloa and at Kelty. Well, um, yeah, I heard them. He was on the yeah. show. Um, six of his players have been with him since League 2 yep. yeah great story in it brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Story. I heard every word brilliant story and there's yep. only nine signed up he doesn't know what's going to be happening and, um, but but the job for them to, to take it down to the, the second last mm. game of the season what what achievement from them um, and do you know what they've got some decent players as well they've got players that can, mm. can hurt Kilmarnock the yeah. pressure will be on Kilmarnock Mark just mentioned there mm. Kilmarnock having over 10,000 fans um, they're a Premier League club Kilmarnock sure. and li- listen they're favourites but don't write our broth off and I'll tell you who impressed us the other week on the show Stephen McGinn he's had yeah. a good season hasn't he yeah yeah, he has it was Tommy Wright that signed it was at Hibs of course yep. he was doing a bit of mm-hmm. coaching a bit of scouting under Jack Ross um, as well but yeah I think he's been a real second half of the season real experience a, a cam head in the middle of the park you know he, he just sits and He's a great communicator, Stephen McGinn, so he'll talk the boys through it. But you look at Chris Burke, 
Kyle Lafferty, Stephen again. There's good experience uh, in key areas, and, and I think that's a big part of the reason why I fancy Coman up tonight. Is there any danger that Hibbs might try to to get Derek McInnes as manager? Mark, what do you think? A Yes, I, I mm. think you've been, it, it depends what Ron Gordon, what way he wants to go about. Yeah. He might just mm. have somebody specific in mind and I'm yeah. not going to have a short list. Mm. I'm just going to go all out and get this guy. And if I get him, great. If I don't, it might get into the public domain. And a wee bit. I always like to think if, if I'm an owner or a chairman, a chief exec, that you interview people, you bring in you know, probably three somebody might just surprise you you know if they've been recommended then and, and look at would Derek McInnes be on that three uh, yes would he leave Kilmarnock if, if he gets him promoted mm. it doesn't strike me as a type that would walk out and kill him if mm. he gets him promoted Barry we hate to say that and it, you know when there's such a huge game tonight but it is a potential isn't it he's yeah, such he, a talented he, manager yeah but you just need to look at the, the job that they all done at, at Aberdeen and they didn't um, realise what they had did they no they didn't they didn't Um but I, th- I thought it was the right time for yeah, Derek to leave aye. Aberdeen if I'm, I'm being honest with you and and listen he, he's done a fine job come on look we're, we're struggling under Tommy Wright um, they brought Derek in they're where they want to be at the top of the league and it's in their hands now um, but in terms of Hibs Hibs come calling I, I, I think Derek would would stay with Kilmarnock Um Aye, I think it'll stay with Kilmarnock. Be great for the West of Scotland to have Kilmarnock hopefully oh. back up. We would. I mean, it's a, the Dick Campbell yeah. story, fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, Kiliard, Barry just said, yeah. they're a Premiership uh, club. You know, you think back to, to Steve Clark's time, you're talking, mm. be careful what you wish for and look at Steve Clark, what he inherited and what he turned them um, into, you know, getting a crack at European football. Eight nine thousand turning up on a regular basis, uh, and I th- I've said it before I thought he'd a really entertaining team as well. I watched Kilmarnock a lot that season, and you get entertained. You know, you had you had Stephen O'Donnell and and, and Chris Butler on one side, you had Greg Taylor and, and uh, Jordan Jones down the other side. You, you had Chris Boyd, you had Power and Dicker really solid in the middle of the pack. Um, so yeah, that that was a a, a real good team, and I, I hope Kilmarnock got up. So you reckon three one tonight, Barry? Yeah. You reckon a score draw tonight? No, I would no. like I would like it to be so oh. I went down to the sure. what do you think it'll be? time next weekend. Yeah. I, I just think Kamana will edge it with the quality they've got and the experience they've got. Gonna edge it. We will find one, out. Do you fancy two one you reckon? Um I think it might be a draw. I think yeah. I'd I'd love uh Kilmarna to come up. Um but I'm not sure. I don't know. Because so. I think next week a broth at home to United yep. and Kelly away to Wraith. Things to fix us next weekend. And rest need to make sure yeah, that they're exactly. winning to make yeah, sure yeah. they get in the playoffs. Yeah, of yeah. course. So a lot to play for there, uh, and in quite a few of the divisions as well. And in the next section, we're going to talk about all the games coming up in the Premiership because we're we're into that time of the season now where it's the last five games. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre on a Friday evening. The weekend is officially here. Stevie Lennon will be up just over half an hour's time. Is racing in uh, as usual. We're going to talk about all the games coming up. Let's talk about um, where will we go? Stephen Reside is on the line now. A big Motherwell fan. He's joined us. In fact, here in the studio, what three weeks ago? Stephen, good evening. Good evening, Paul. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm just on my way to Tony Erskine tonight. Kelly, we are broke. Really looking forward to it. Oh, brilliant! You're off to the game tonight. What, what do you reckon then? What, what's what's your scoreline? Uh, 
um, I, I think it's going to be tight. I mean, both teams need to win a game. Uh, it's a title decider, but I just think there's something in this fairy tale story for their broken. I think they're going to nick it one nil. Wow, you reckon uh, the, the fairy tale, and, and it's phenomenal. And actually, Dick Campbell last night—I don't know if you heard him, Stephen—he said they would stay part time. He thinks it'll still be part time if they come up to the Premiership. That would be incredible, wouldn't it? Would that would that be a first? I don't know if Grant were part time when they were in the week. Think that would be a first I'm looking to Mark, who's good. No, they were full time. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think you'd need to go back, Paul Morton. Well, I know where the Premiership now, yep. but the SPL as it was back then. SPL started what '98. Uh, Dick's first mm-hmm. first season in charge when you'd it. So I don't think we've had a part time team in the mm-hmm. top flights as at least. So you'd, you'd need to go back, Paul, to the old. Yeah. Premier League and back That's in the right. early to mid eighties uh-huh. when you had some part time yeah. teams in the top flight, but not not in the past. Not in the past 30, 25, 30 years for sure. When the great George Best, the late great George, yeah. came, remember he came to Hibs? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the reporter was interviewing him, and the bottle went, and the reporter went, Hey, George, George, uh, 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 are you full time? <laughs> it's the contract full time, George Best. <laughs> Stephen, your full time work was sorting you out for the Kilt Walk on Sunday, but before that, what about the game? You're a Motherwell fan, obviously, we know that, uh, and we spoke to you just after you went top six. We're really pleased for you. How much are you looking forward to the game um, uh, tomorrow? Are you happy enough it's Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I've had this discussion. I prefer games on a Saturday. Mm. And if Scottish clubs can do well in Europe, it only, it only bodes well for the rest of us because I don't see Motherwell getting through a qualifier um, off their own back. So if Rangers can get the coefficient up, we can get in that way. That would, that would be good enough. But um, no, as for the game, uh, I think it's a bit interesting that the roof's injured, but we all know that uh, Sakala mm-hmm. and Eaton love to score against us, so uh, it's still going to be tough. But we've no one again changes in the league since 2002, so I, th- I think we owe them one. Mark, any prospect of that? We're going to go through all the games. Let's kick off then with the first so, game t- tomorrow. 2002, that's, that's wow. quite a start. So 20, 20 years. years. Well, I, I didn't realise that, uh, Stephen. It's a great. Um, Start. No, I think you're going to have to wait. Uh, I think it's going to it's going to extend. Um, I, I mean, I, I kind of expect Rangers to have, to have one eye on, on on Thursday night, which is only natural. But they need to be professional tomorrow. They need to keep the, the run going, the momentum going, the feel good factor going. And uh, despite not having uh, Kemal Roof, I, I think Rangers will win the game by the odd goal. What do you make of that? What do you feel, Stephen? I probably right. I mean, I'm, I'm used to getting scalped off Rangers anyway, so so one more when they hurt with it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Obviously, I want to win the game, but yeah. I mean, any points that we get against the old firm, it's a bonus, isn't it? So, of course. Uh, the big games for us are the ones against Ross County, Dundee United, and Hearts. So right. I think that's where our main focus is. But here's hoping that we can get a bonus point, as I like to call it, tomorrow. Sure. And Barry, that was a big moment, wasn't it? It was the last game the other week. You know, I was watching all the different games and they're virtually, you know, the last touch of the ball and Motherwell top six. Could they have a, a lift, the pressure's off for them for the game with Rangers? Yeah, there's there's no pressure on Motherwell. Nobody expects Motherwell to um, beat Rangers. Uh, Rangers are, are, are clear favourites, so they, they can go in with the, the attitude to go out and, and play freely. Um, so, well, but it's always tough at Fur Park. Always a tough game. Did you like um, playing there? No, no, I didn't. Why? Over the slope, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's um, right. and yeah. the pitch was never, mm. never great. What I will say is the pitch has improved something awful mm. over the last couple of years. Good, um, but I never, obviously, a Hamilton boy doesn't get down too well uh, 
playing in playing in Mullow. Uh, it was always tough. All, always had a tough game at Mullow. Never won easily. Um, you had to work really hard to make sure you you come away with the, the three points. And I fully expect Rangers Rangers know what's in front of them. Um, it'll be a tough one. I, I think it'll be close. I don't think it'll be a an easy game for Rangers. Um, no doubt about that so I think it'll be a close one but Rangers will just nick it 2-1 Stay with us Stephen let's hear from GVB about striking options we know there's no Morellas uh, we're not going to see him again this season and uh, Kima Roof is out for, at least for the next three games here's GVB on Fashion Sakala and others Well yeah of course it's not as uh, I think he played well in that position the last couple of games you know we have limited options up front but you know eventually uh, you know other players have to stand up giving uh, uh, more time to play and uh, yeah but that's that's why you have a big squad for moments like this when uh, players are not available uh, other players have to step up and uh, and show their quality as well. And clearly, he's happy the fixture has been brought forward 24 hours. Well, of course, it was a huge uh, boost for us. You know, very positive to uh, to win uh, the semi-final and to be in the in the final of the cup this year. So that will be our last game of the season, <clears throat> which we can uh, where we can um, you know win win a trophy. So that's um, that you know for us that's uh, that's very good. Of course, you know. Uh, a win is always positive for for the morale, and yeah, it was a good good week for us. So we uh, were able to uh, to rest this week to uh, be playing almost twice a week for for the the whole season. You know, it's very demanding for uh, for all of us. But uh, we're looking uh, we're looking forward to uh, to the last weeks of the season with so many important games. Solomon's guy as well, Mark. Big smile on his face. It was a huge week for the Rangers manager, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, on Sunday, you reckon, or tomorrow rather, it would have been Sunday, yeah. it's the right decision. I don't think anyone's really disagreeing oh, now. Yeah. yeah. It's not up for debate, Paul, as far as I'm concerned. It's, it should be a straightforward, no-brainer. You know, you involve the people you need to involve, the police, Sky, both clubs, and then the SPFL. And together, you get round the table and... You just find a way of making it happen, and that's what's happened. So, yep, yeah, it's the it's the right decision for sure. Stephen, this might be before your time, but a former favourite at Motherwell is on his way to Old Trafford. Mark, you've got the news on this: the new assistant manager is going yeah. to be ex Motherwell player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitchell Van der Gag, um, Stephen, I certainly remember him. Real uh, cultured central mm. defender. Um, uh, I don't think he's got much head in his hair now, but like myself. But I do remember him back then. He had a right good barnet on him, um, if you remember. But he could he could play, and uh, you know at the top of the show I was talking about the um, Andy Gorham spell it. I think Mitchell mm-hmm. Van der Gag was running about that time um, as well. You know, I think uh, you think back, Manuel had like Don Goodman and right, and Jed yeah. Brannan and uh, Roberto Martinez, John Spencer. And John Spencer. Aye, so they against that team. Aye, so that was a right good. Remember Luke um, Nyholt? Luke Nyholt was making a way back. Aye. Aye. Legs were massive. Was it, were they? <laughs> Stephen, massive. Do, do you remember something I heard you saying there? Stephen? I remember Mitchell Van der Gag. I think he scored a belter against him. Fell to keep us up one year. Uh-huh. Um, I remember seeing the highlights of that. I was, I was young at the time, but it's a goal that gets played um, over the summer again. But I'm sure it was him that scored, but I might be wrong. But uh, no, I remember that team. That's the, that's the first team I remember uh, watching. I was actually a mascot. Uh, 
No, I, I must have not been playing if we get beat there, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, you knew that line was coming, didn't you? Yeah. Some great. I tell you what, Motherwolf in a real go at that time. Remember, under John oh, Boyle, to be fair yeah. to John, because John Spencer was on a big, meaty contract that yeah. most people in the Premiership they were, they were don't a good get team. now. They were, yeah. they were a real they? good team, uh-huh. yeah. although um, they were, I think, they're not finishing third. Fourth, hmm? well, obviously, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the players that we've just mentioned yeah. there, they were, yeah. and it was only about that time that Jig would get his yeah, he was playing moved down south, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. moved that down to Wigan, Wigan. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a few, but just back in Mitchell van der Gag, he's very, yeah. ha- very highly rated coach. In fact, he's been linked for the Motherwell job on and off over the past five or six um, years as well. So, he's going to be assistant to Ten Hag at Manchester United who's got like a long it. contract and he's going yeah. to need it you wonder if he'll get yeah. the time yeah Stephen yeah. so you're nearly down there at Rugby Park for this game tonight so and then Sunday morning he's been on asking me how long will it take well you tell me it's three miles on Sunday at the Kilt Walk the wee wonder and you're going to help to lead it out at what 11 o'clock so yeah yeah I think that, you'll do that in an hour won't you yeah yeah, yeah, I'll be there to lead it out. I mean, it is three miles, but I think it'll take a lot longer when my dad's pushing me up at 20 stone in the wheelchair. <laughs> no, we met you. Bill looks fit as a fiddle. No, we checked it out for you, and there's plenty of parking close by. So we're looking forward to seeing you. I'll see you there about quarter, 10 to 11. He's got a big night out as well, Barry. He said, oh, what time, Paul? Otherwise, I might stay up Why all night. Why do you not push him round? Well, his dad's doing that. All I'm, right, yeah. well, I thought you would have maybe uh, Whatever, St- Stephen knows if, yep. Delighted, <laughs> Stephen, and you're doing it for cerebral palsy Scotland. And how's the fundraising going? I'm still just under 300, but hopefully, with the next couple of videos that are doing it in the channel this weekend, we can get close to 350. That's the aim. So, um, if people can donate, that'd be perfect. But I'm happy with what I've raised so far. Anyone who's helpful at the end of the day, but let's see if we can get a wee bit higher. Eh? And how do we get your just giving page? Um, there's links to it on my Twitter my Twitter's at Stephen Reside it's a pinned tweet so you'll find a link at the top of that great that's brilliant Stephen yeah, yeah. it's brilliant yeah. the kill walk's brilliant as well I mean yeah. you're saying 10,000 10,000 people ah brilliant yeah. Mate, brilliant isn't it yeah what What's it raised, Paul, in the past decade or so? Oh, it's, um, so it's a lot of money. We'll find millions out. And we'll millions. find out from Sir Tom, who he knows all the facts and figures. I think we'll and find out on, on Sunday. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. just brilliant the way it's all come together. Yeah. And like, any charity can, can go and get involved in whether yeah. you want to do yeah. it yourself. The charity does it itself, it. or you, somebody does it yeah. off their own back for yeah. a particular charity. And then every every pound that's raised or Tom tops it up with 50 pence it's, it's absolutely it's great, sensational it? Ah, yeah, it is, it's brilliant in fact they're both, go, they're both going to be there so I think after the show the, the business show they will be there Hunter and Hockey will be uh, with us uh, on Sunday Stephen I'm looking forward to seeing you enjoy uh, the game tomorrow enjoy tonight as well and we'll see you on Sunday yeah see you Sunday thanks good, good luck Stephen thanks very much yeah I think you'll do that in an hour or so Amazing! It's going to be great. Yeah, it's it's brilliant the the kilt walk thing. Um, the amount of money has been raised. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been interesting to see how much. I think we'll find out. An absolute yep. fortune for the for the charities. Um, and ten thousand people. The weather. I've just checked the weather. The weather's going to be good, isn't it? Yeah, sun cream on. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, I'll need it. Uh-huh. No, it's great. And thanks to Go Radio for with some fantastic. I've the the advert was on there for a couple of months. Yeah, it's great. Ten thousand. We hit the ten thousand mark today. And you can win a couple of cars as well uh, from 
Big Eddie at Arnold Clark. So it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> exactly, I know. Well, so many companies help as well. So it's brilliant. But before that, we've got the big game tonight uh, and then the matches tomorrow. Well, we do uh, the first three for tomorrow. Let's see. We've done Motherwell Rangers. What about Dundee St. Johnson? I'm going to keep that to the next section because that's right. a huge one. Aberdeen Levy. Um, you know, Aberdeen uh, Levy, so close to getting top six, but they didn't. What do you reckon, Barry? Dons against Libby. Um, I think this has got a draw written all over the top of it. Is that an end of season kind of game, this one? Yeah, but I've I seen yeah. Jim Goodwin's comments. Aye, you yeah. want to have your holiday head. Is it right. me if I'm wrong? He here? did, he did, yeah, absolutely. That's right. a concern, yeah. he, he, he Jim's. But he'll, he'll be watching closely to see um, who he'll be wanting to keep because I, I think there'll be a, a fairly sizable mm. rebuild up there. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll want to bring in his own players. There's obviously been a few that have been told that they're, they're surplus. Um, so for me, Livingston obviously disappointed yeah. we, we obviously 30 seconds to go in a game and you're, you're sitting in the top six and now you're, you're in the bottom six so for me I'm going to draw in this one each he said um, players forget about holidays focus totally he said there's a hell of a lot of football to play yeah. and we need to win games I mean it's yeah. vital for him isn't it as a new yeah. still quite a young manager yeah. he wants to make his, his mm. stamp on this club yeah, you can tell he's frustrated. Mm. Well, he's not. Yeah. He's not had the results that he would have wanted um, since getting in from from St Mirren. But there's still 15 points to play for, and, and I fancy Aberdeen tomorrow because mm. I just think there's there'll be more of a desire there. The greatest respect, Aberdeen need to win as well. We're only 36 points, six points ahead of uh, of St Johnson. So the, the, the quicker Aberdeen sort of get to 40 points, uh, 41 points, uh, the better. So I think Aberdeen in front of their own supporters just want to win as many games as they as they can and tomorrow I think gives them that opportunity. I think I think Livy will still be a bit deflated to be perfectly honest um, and I think Aberdeen is more of an onus to go and win the game. So Aberdeen to win 1-0. Aberdeen to win 1-0 and Barry your scoreline again? One each. One each you yes. go for the draw. Is David Martindale a contender for the job at uh, Easter Road? What do you think? It depends on 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 Ron Gordon, um, what he what he's looking for, what he thinks. Um, but David Martindale's what he's managed to do at Livingston is nothing short of of remarkable. Uh, would Dave, would David be everybody's cup of tea? We don't know, but certainly just um, on his ability as a coach and, a, and his ability to get to wring every last ounce uh, out of his players and, and, and not a great budget of recruits um, well then and David Martindale certainly got what it takes Yeah I can see that because his assistant's Marvin Bartley yeah. who mm-hmm. obviously played with Hibs um, as a possibility but look, he'll be in the he'll be in the, the reckoning but I, I'll go back to it. for me there's one front runner and that's Malky Malky Mackay for that one so that's the games tomorrow Motherwell against Rangers Aberdeen against Livy and Dundee against St Johnson Barry what you I thought you were going to say something no, I, I think you. this is uh, it's a cracker this one that's what we're going to do straight after the break right. Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com your local friendly experts for new and used cars Let's go, go, go. You fancy tonight Kilmarnock or Arbroath Oh I, I want to say Arbroath Right okay I I, What are you going to say Maybe Kelly 2-1 Final section And a Friday that has raced That in. wasn't a definite answer No Maybe uh, It was a Kenny Douglas Maybe he's I Maybe he's no 
who's going to win the title? We'll find out. Well, we may find out tonight. It could be the draw and it could go to the last day. The title being the championship. Who's going to win the SPFL, the Singe title? Well, Celtic are six points clear. Probably seven when you take the goals into consideration. Rangers, will they psychologically even not realise it, Mark, but they'll be thinking about, look, we could be at Seville in a European final and also Scottish Cup. They're the favourites against Hearts. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much to play for. Uh, for Rangers, though, we're, we're going into, what will it be? It's five weeks now. Um, five weekends uh, to go. Uh, the chance to keep the title race going uh, for a few weeks. You know, obviously, Paramount, they win tomorrow and then we get a chance to beat Celtic at, at Celtic Park a week on Sunday. I've got a Europa League final, uh, semi-final against uh, RB Leipzig, mm. and I've got a Scottish Cup final on the final day of the season, which is guaranteed May 21st. So there is so much to play for. It could turn out to be a fabulous season for Rangers and a fabulous, fabulous season for Celtic, which doesn't often happen. You don't no. often get the two of them being happy with a lot, and, and, and I hope that's the way it works out in the next five weeks. And we often say that, Barry, can you have two successful teams in this city? Can they both be? And maybe this is one of these seasons. I mean, it happened in 2008. You went all the way to the final. 2003, Celtic went all the way to the final, but didn't win anything. So maybe this that's is a year where... Yeah. Didn't win anything. Win. Aye, when you get to a final, you want to win. It's, it's, it's not a nice feeling. Do you ever look well, at your runners-up medal? No. Have you still got it? I have. Yeah. I have. It's it's in a frame. Yeah. Um but you don't dwell on that. No, no. I, I I just look at it and think what's the pot you came second. Um you're in it to win it, aren't you, when you get mm. to a final. Um that that's the one that I, I look back and, and listen, I I am I've always been open and honest about it. Just yeah. never it just wasn't a good good enough in the day, let, let's be honest. Um and it grates it grates mm. on you at times, but great achievement. But you get a final. It's nothing worse than getting beat. Do you think Rangers are going to get to the final? Yes, yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I'm, I'm not just saying it because I'm an ex-Rangers oh, player. I, yeah. I, they're coming up against a really good team. As I said, I watched them last week against Leverkusen, and I, I think Rangers have got enough to beat them. I do. I think they will get to the the final, um, and I. I I think it's going to be a Rangers West Ham final. Fantastic. And yep. you're going to be there, Barry. You've got oh, to be I'll, there, haven't I'll, you? Yeah, I'll be yeah. there. I'll Looking be there. at executive producer James to see if we could be there. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Take the Go Radio Football show. I just, it yeah, comes to down to the, yeah, for yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The game 100%. in Leipzig, Mark mentioned yes. it earlier on in the show, and I think he's spot on. Similar result mm-hmm. to Braga. Like, brilliant if you get a draw, you get a win even better. But 1 0, still take that, get them back yeah. to Ibrox and, and listen. Anything's possible. I always say that. At Ibrooks are, are Celtic part in European nights. I don't care who comes. With their fans behind you, you, you've always you've always got a great opportunity winning the game. Mark, we'll talk about it more in the coming weeks. You are taking a couple of days off, and not because of that comment you made <laughs> about it. You t- <laughs> Barry, Is tomorrow. That me? <laughs> yeah. right. You're right. not in. You're not uh, in on Monday. Right. right. <laughs> All right, that's me. Bad boy. Barry, Dundee, Bad boy. Dundee St. Johnson. Massive match tomorrow. Ma- massive. I, I think this is going to be a great game. I would, I would, um, it'd be a great game to watch. For me, going to be brutal honest, I think St. Johnson will win the game as long as they stop Charlie Adam. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like, he's the only player they have. He, he's a special talent they've got, even at his age. Um, they stop yeah. him. Um, St. Johnson won the game, and I think St. Johnson will win the game. 2-0 uh, 2-0 you, you reckon 2-0. Mm-hmm. I think St. Johnson 
Mark, what do you feel? Uh, well, I think I think it's a game of the weekend, um, Paul. Yep. Um, Dundee need to win um, to keep their hopes alive of avoiding automatic relegation. St Johnston want to win to to make sure they don't go down automatically and then look above them and get St Mirren the, the, the following week. So it's a cracker. I think it's pretty much going to be a sellout. St Johnston over 2,000 fans. Dundee people are absolutely champing at the bit to get in and support their team. Uh, Mark McGee's comments have certainly livened it up. Um, yeah, ahead of the of the game, but uh, I'll be there tomorrow, and I fancy St Johnston to win. We talked about it on Wednesday night, so yeah. it's strange comments from from Mark McGee. But you fancy St Johnston, so Dundee would go down, and we did say at the start of the season, it's a, a good season in many ways that the, the big cities are all represented to get Dundee and Dundee United, the Hearts and the Hibs, and of course we didn't have that the yeah. years before. It's, it's been right. a long time before yeah. we had all the great cities represented, and obviously uh, you know, Rangers and Celtic as well. Because when you look back, it's hard to believe we had those years when you know Rangers weren't in the yeah. uh, SPFL Hearts are missing for, yeah. Hibs, ah, Hibs yeah. are missing for a couple of seasons Dundee United Dundee United are down Dundee yeah. have, have been up and down mm. and, and, and obviously Rangers and with, with their spell so yeah, yeah for, for a space of five or six seasons we, we missed a lot of big derby games Sunday's games then so let's go St Mirren against Hibs I'm going to go to you first Mark who do you fancy? St Mirren v Hibs I think what are you thinking? I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. 2-1 Hibernian You're going for 2-1 Hibs So the the, the winless streak would continue For Stephen Robinson Barry I suspect Yeah I, I yeah. think um, Hibs will, will get a lift uh, I th- Sorry I should say David Gray I'll give yeah. the players a lift um, I, I'm sure training would have been Obviously disappointing losing a manager But David Gray's been there He knows the players really well He's close to them And I think Hibs will go to St Mirren And get the three points And for St Mirren It's a worry isn't it I mean they're not out of the relegation battle yet It is a worry And and if you look at uh, Sorry If you look at Mm. St Mirren's squad St Mirren have got good players there Um, But I just think they're in in a rut just now And I just I don't see them getting out of it and that's what I said last week I, I just fancy St Johnson to catch it if St Johnson do beat Dundee and Hibs beat St Mern I really fancy uh, St Johnson strongly to catch uh, St Mern Dundee bottom of the table uh, they've played the 33 they're on 25 points they're 5 points behind St Johnson so we talked about them and then as you just said St Mirren uh, in 8th position sorry in, uh, they're one above them 36 points same as Aberdeen so they're joint ninth and 10th position then in 38 points it's Livingston and Hibs it's an incredible bottom six isn't it so right you're both going for Hibs there what about Dundee United against Hearts Barry yeah, I'm going to go with, with Hearts I think this will be a mm. close one it's always good games Robbie going up to his former club um, in Dundee United there's always a bit of needle in these games but I think Hearts have got too much quality for Dundee United Warm welcome for Robbie Nielsen going back up what do you reckon Mark? Yeah I, f- I fancy uh, Hearts as well I think there'll be a real determination there to go and you know the, the gap between third and fourth place to, to be as many points as possible and, and they've also got a cup final so plenty of players playing for their places uh, I think Hearts will win 1-0 Mm, you reckon it's going to be hard so those are the games on Sunday and Ross County against Celtic let's hear from Ange Postacoglu uh, about the mentality yeah I, I've felt all along all this year that you know every setback we've had and we've had quite a few of them that the players have embraced every challenge and I didn't sense uh, within the group that there was any hangover from, from the result when we got back into training um, you know they're disappointed of course they're disappointed everyone was disappointed at the same time um, you know they understand 
and that what needs to happen from after you know a result like that is that you put your energies in a positive way to to the next game. And the next game is you know for us Ross County on the weekend. So yeah, you know, like I said, I haven't felt the need to to lift them up. I haven't sensed a change in the mood. Uh, you know, they've they've been a determined, resilient group all year. You know, that's what I continue to see. And the overall injury update? Injury-wise, Josip uh, Juranovic uh, is probably the most significant, so he'll miss uh, the weekend. The others who went off with combination sort of cramp and some knocks uh, all should be fine for, for Sunday. And that means good news for Gikamakis. He could be back. Yeah, he'll be available. Uh, he's trained uh, sort of trained earlier in the week um, reintegrated into the squad and has done the last couple of sessions fully trained tomorrow so he's yeah he's ready to go and, uh, and available Barry they want to come back right out of the traps tomorrow you would imagine at Ross County yeah sign, sign a good team as they are they react in the, the proper manner and that's get the, the three points and um, I think Celtic will go up there it'll be tight it'll be tight as I, I keep going on about Malky McKay's Ross County there's there's um, a stubborn team um, they're, they're difficult to get goals against at times he's, he's got them set up well but yeah I, I just think Celtic will have too much quality and, and they'll come away with, with three points for Dingwall 2-1 Celtic I'll go and Mark uh, yeah fancy Celtic to win the game and I think they will win 2-0 the manager did say yep yeah, they lost in the cup but he feels nothing has changed uh, in their focus for the league from our perspective nothing's really changed uh, whether we won last week or didn't win last week our processes will still be the same and that is to give feedback to the guys about our previous game's performance and then uh, yeah, move on pretty quickly we've done that all year and it's been a similar week you know I understand that obviously the, the, the result was disappointing last week and um, you know meant that we were out of the cup but Ultimately, um, in terms of the league, nothing really changed for us after the weekend. Uh, we know that there's five games to go beginning this weekend and every game's going to be its own unique little challenge and uh, we've just got to be ready for it. But for Rangers, unusually, because of Europe, they're going to play first and because the, the fixture has been changed, they're always going to play first and the headline tonight is about the injuries updates and it's to Ramsey and Roof. Of course, after the, 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 the semi-final against uh, Celtic where Aaron had come off, unfortunately, with, uh, with a hamstring problem, we have assessed him uh, this week. Hopefully, we will have him back around the Leipzig home game. We had also had a, a problem with Kamar Roof after the game. So the next day he fell the, the, his knee. For him it's the same. He will be out for some weeks and hopefully also back for uh, for me to pick uh, around the Leipzig home game. So we talked about it at the top of the show, Barry. It's a blow for Rangers, but you don't think it's going to stop them um, at tomorrow at Motherwell? No, it shouldn't. They've got to be... High in confidence. We obviously the last um, couple of results, excellent uh, results, excellent performances. Look, it's a blow. There's there's no doubt about it. They'll, they'll miss um, Kemar Roof. Uh, but you heard Gio say in his interview, it's an opportunity. That's why you've got a big squad, and it's an opportunity for somebody like a Sakala to come in and, and go and show that he, he's he's got it. And him to be a, a Rangers player, a, a Rangers starting eleven player, because the game over in Braga, the first leg. Mm-hmm. He was disappointing, but to be fair to him, I think he's a work in progress, Sakala. I think there's there's um, there, there's something in there. Cer- certainly get genuine pace. I think he's more of a wide player, but it looks to me that Rangers will need to play him through the middle because they're they're um, they're low in numbers. He could come good for Rangers at the right time. Uh, tomorrow, I, I would I, I fancy Rangers to to win the game to set them up um, for their trip to Germany. 
on Thursday Sakala enjoyed himself at first part the last time um, no reason why he can't do it again but my, my concern is when it comes to, to Thursday night what they do because you need you need presence you need to be able to hold the ball up um, so it'll be interesting to see what, what options um, Giovanni and his coaching staff are looking to, to work with because they want to keep the tie alive Paul Ford bring it back to Ivan and that's, that's my slight concern that without Roof and without a proper centre forward um, that you know it goes wrong on, on Thursday night so just just keep it alive and, and if that means a 1-0 or a 2-1 defeat fair enough I'd take that all day long the concern is that, 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 that Leipzig you know really get a foothold in the game and that's something that Rangers need to guard against Before we go We'll give you the Kilmarnock team. We have it. Uh, Hemming, Ewan Murray, Taylor, Stokes, McGinn, Alston, Lyons, Murray, Mackenzie, Shaw and Lafferty. So um, Chris Burke is on the bench. And Barry, you still, you've not changed your mind. It's going to be some game tonight. Looking forward to watching that. Yeah, honestly, I I can't wait. I think it's going to be a cracker. Pressure is all on Kilmarnock to to get the three points. Um, Big crowd brilliant night um, bring it on I, I think it'll be um, it'll be a good game and here's our broth uh, Gaston in goal of course Stuart Hamilton Little and O'Brien the captain uh, Nicky Lowe Hamilton McKenna that's Chris Hamilton McKenna Donnelly Hamilton Jack Hamilton and uh, Jim Cragen so those are the lineups. who's going to win the big fight who do you reckon Mark tomorrow uh, night I, at Wembley uh, I fancy Tyson Fury Going for Tyson Fury. Any chance for Dillian White, Barry? There's always There's a, always a the chance for heavyweights. That, that one punch. Yeah, yep. but I, I think it'll go to 12 rounds, but Tyson Fury will, will win easily in points. Right, look forward to that. Barry, I know you've got a couple of days at home just relaxing, so enjoy them. Yeah, you've put me in the... <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> the in the sun bin. I'm in the sun yeah. bin for a few days, but so, sorry, enjoy. Paul, but yeah. I still... Well, yeah. I still All pictured right. you with Thank your speedos. You. <laughs> and Mark, we'll see you back on Monday night. We'll try and erase that thought. Yeah, looking forward <laughs> to it. Yep. Yep. See you next okay. week. See you then. Coming up next, after the news, it's Stevie Lennon. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technology. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow.